Yo! It's that time of year again. NBA playoffs. And in this episode of the podcast, we're going to be talking about who we think is going to win it all, who we think is going to win each matchup, and game game one's first games. Take it away. All right. So let's go over the uh, this week's, or yesterday's and Saturday's games. Yesterday had first game. No, 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 no. We're gonna go over the first game. It's Philadelphia yeah. Wizards. All right, Philadelphia Wizards. I don't think the the Wizards put up a really good game against Philadelphia, keeping it within seven points, which I thought was pretty impressive. I just don't think they're gonna have enough to beat Philadelphia in this. I think Philadelphia is just a very well-rounded team. And very deep, good defensive team as well. I do think that Washington will put up good games against them, but I think it's going to be a 4-0 or 4-1 sweep by Philadelphia. Uh, see, that's where that's where you're wrong. Washington has a beast of a team. Bradley Beal, one of the most underrated players this season, and Russell Westbrook balling out. Now he got his MVP cut, so he's just, he's already as good as he was back then. And I feel. If Philadelphia wins, it's going to be in Game 6 or Game 7. Well, that's... Yeah, that's... Uh, yes and no. I don't think that... The Wizards are a good team. They're just not good enough. There are a few pieces... Like, one or two pieces away from being a good, good team. Because yeah, honestly, if they would have... If they, they would have tried and tanked to not get to the playoffs... Then they probably could have gotten a decent lottery. Maybe like, even if they get 14th in the lottery, they still went the 14th best person in the draft. Yep. I mean, their next best option after Westbrook and Beal is probably Hachimura. And I wouldn't even say that's a great third option. Maybe even, uh, what's... Thomas Bryant or Davis Bertans are their third options, and those really are not great third options. I agree, I agree. Now on to the next right. game. The Brooklyn Nets-Celtics game. This is going to be a 4-0 sweep by Brooklyn. The Celtics just are not good enough, and they, they missed their chance. And I think they yep. like they have a lot of good young pieces still. They're just like they got rid of a lot of players and just that were very important to the success of the team. They might not have been star players, but they were well-rounded players that helped that team be successful. And two big names of those are two teams that are now on Charlotte: Gordon Hayward, who was pretty good for Charlotte this year, and Terry Rozier, who was in the Kemba Walker trade. Yeah, I, I agree. See- like Boston has a good team, but they they're missing something. And Kemba Walker, I feel if Kemba Walker can get up to his best, like if he comes back to where he was when he was at his peak of his career, he honestly could be probably the um almost Jason Tatum good. And if he wants to step up, he's gonna step up big time and be more aggressive on the field and make more shots be aggressive at the rim try not to miss all the 
easy threes or the easy layups. And then they have a chance of beating Brooklyn. Yeah, I think that Boston losing Jalen Brown as well, who is one of their good young players, is a huge hit because they just don't have enough star power right now on their team. And I could see Kemba Walker being out the door after this season, maybe two seasons from now, because he's he's very good, but I just don't think he's as good as the team needs him to be right now. I think he's lacking, and because of that, they could be shipping him out potentially. I could see that too. I could see him getting traded for maybe a first round pick or even a second round pick and maybe another like newcomer or like a rookie or two, three years in the league type of player. Yeah. Game the three. Milwaukee Heat. This is going to be the best series in my opinion because the Heat, same situation as last year. They're in the sixth seed. And they're playing a three seed. And obviously the three seed last year was not as good. It was the Philadelphia 76ers. And they were very injury riddled. So different story. But after that game they had against Milwaukee. Man, it was it was such a good game. Going into overtime. And all, pretty much Chris, Chris Middleton had to ice the game with a last second shot. And... That's just kind of what won it for them, and it was pretty impressive that they were that Miami was able to stay in it for so long, especially with Adebayo only putting up nine points. Yeah, I agree. It's going to be a really good game because Milwaukee's going to want to be back because they're angry that they lost to the Heat last year. But I feel that Miami just they have more power to them because I feel that Bucks, Bucks fans, and even the team they only go to like. They only talk about Middleton, and they only pass Middleton or Giannis. Well, Miami has Jimmy Butler, Bam, Robinson. Even if Hero, if Hero starts playing like he did last year in the bubble, then I have a good feeling that Miami's could take this. Um, maybe even go um, five, win in five games. Yeah, Goran Dragic had a pretty impressive game along with Duncan Robinson yesterday. Dragic had. Uh, 25 points in 34 minutes, and Robinson had 24 points in 36 minutes. Both very good games for them. Jimmy Butler had a okay game. I mean, he was not great shooting-wise. He had 17 points, but those came from seven of those came from free throws. And that's just not what you want out of one of your star players, especially playing 45 minutes. He was great all around uh, up, other than that, though, with 10 rebounds, 8 assists. Pretty good numbers, but... Yeah, those. Yeah, there's, he was four for twenty-two on the game. Yeah, there's one thing that's gonna hurt the Heat a little bit, but I don't think it'll hurt him that much. Is since Victor Oladipo's injured and he's out, has to get surgery. I think that um, if they had him in, I thought they would have won yesterday. But obviously, since he's injured, he's done for the season. I just feel that they're everyone's gonna have to step up like they did last year in the bubble. Yep, I, I completely agree. It's it's definitely hard losing one of your top players, especially a veteran in Aladipo, who was, I thought, a very good um, pickup for them, but just unfortunately... It was an amazing pickup, yeah. It, unfortunately, it just... They couldn't... He got injured, unfortunately. Yeah, sometimes it just happens. Yep. 
the next Hawks game. This is another good series. I think that this is another one to watch out for. You got the Knicks, who are making a pretty much comeback story by not being in the playoffs for seven years and finally making it and making Cody's wish come true. You know, he they got to the playoffs, and that little kid Cody can finally be proud. Ain't no little. He's not little no more. That's true. He didn't grow up. Yeah, great game by both of them, uh, both those teams last night, or not last night, two nights ago. Uh, but yeah, it was it was a good game by great game by both teams. I thought Julius Randle could have played a little bit better, but he didn't play horrible. Just needs to make more of his shots. I mean, fifteen and shooting six for twenty three is not great, really, at all. They had. Uh, R.J. Barrett had a pretty good game. I mean, 6 for 15, 14, 11, and 1. It's pretty good numbers, especially for a shooting guard. Uh, uh, Burks had a fantastic game, Alec Burke, uh, with 27 points on 9 for 13 from the field. That is just fantastic shooting right there. And also, D. Uh, D Rose had a pretty fantastic game as well with 17, 5, and 5, uh, shooting 8 for 16 from the field, so that's 50% from the field. Yeah. I'm going to uh, go back, and I was listening to the interview that uh, Trey Young had, and just, I, when he said it, he was like, he wanted to hear those FU chants. Like, I mean, I respect that. Like, hearing that, like, be, hitting a game winner against the opposing team at their home and just hearing the chance and like just everything goes silent after you make it it just it feels good yeah i've been in situations where it's happened before and it's it feels really good i'm sure you have i'm sure you have Cam. i have mm-hmm, mm-hmm i'm sure yep yep <laughs> yeah trey young had a fantastic game last night 32 points seven rebounds 10 assists 11 from 23 from the field it's pretty good shooting wise especially uh, 9 for 9 from the free throw that is just lights out from the free throw not a lot of free throws for Atlanta last night and there's not a lot of star power on that Atlanta Hawks team besides Trey Young which is why I think it's going to be hard for them to win this series because I, I don't think either teams have a lot of star power but I definitely think that if Julius Randle can play better and RJ Barrett can keep up what he was do what he's been doing. They can definitely beat the Hawks in this series. It might come down to a game seven, but I I definitely have the Knicks win in this series. Yeah, I I agree with the Knicks. I just feel like even though I'm not a Knicks fan, I and they haven't been they haven't been in the playoffs for seven years. I'm kind of cheering for them, and like everyone's clowned on them for years because they'll <laughs> look you're as bad as the Knicks. Imagine being worse than the Knicks and stuff like that. I kind of want. <laughs> them to beat Atlanta and, you know, go to the second round. That'd be pretty cool. All right, now on to the Western Conference. The Utah Jazz-Memphis Grizzlies game. I am going to say I wanted Memphis to win, and they did. They won the game. They won the first game. I wasn't surprised because I knew John Morant was going to do good, and so did uh, Brooks. He did yeah, Dylan good. Brooks had a fantastic game. 31 points for him. 31 points. Absolute stud for them. Stepped up in a big game, too. I think Utah is hurting badly from not having Mitchell on their team. 
because obviously he's the best player on that team. I like, but they they get they put up a good fight without him. They did. They they put up a very good fight without him. And um, during that game, even without him, even though he was injured, and I think that Conley stepped up. And same thing with Gobert. He got he stepped up, but he kind of sold that game by fouling out. I mean, you can't have four fouls rebounds. going in. Yeah, he had 15 rebounds, 11 points, but you can't foul out after only playing 24 minutes when you're one of the star players and your team needs you. Yeah, he. You're. It's for being someone who's uh, gonna could be defensive player of the year. Yeah, getting a note like. 15 rebounds, yeah, that's good, but, like, if even if you're a defensive player of the year, you've got to have some off, um, you got to have some offense, and people are going to come to you if, like, even if they're down, like, they're down, so they're going to need the star player or a star player to show up, and Rudy Gobert did not do that. No, he did not. The Jazz, or, yeah, the Jazz shot awfully from three yesterday. Jordan Clarkson... Zero from eight from the three-point. Georges Niang, one for six. Uh, Bogdanovich, four for 11. And Mike Conley, three for 11. Joe uh, Joe Ingles, three for seven. Just not great shooting from them either last night. They definitely all could have had a, a lot better of a game. And Gobert had a pretty good defensive game, but he just, yeah, those those fouls just really, the, that him fouling out is what really hurt them. Yeah, but for the Grizzlies, they kind of got lucky with their starters doing so good, or at least yeah. four of them doing really good. If they would have had more points on the bench with Tillman at getting some points and Melton also getting points, if if the bench could have done more, they could have probably won this by 10 more points. I completely agree. Yeah, their bench was not all pretty awful last night, I have to say. They didn't get good minutes, but... Still, I'm like not expect not expecting them to get yeah. like twenty minutes or like thirty minutes like the starters yeah, are getting. Grayson Allen had like, twenty two, had five. Sorry about that. Uh, Bain, uh, Desmond Bain had eighteen and eight points, and then Melton zero after thirteen minutes. Ty uh, Xavier Tillman eight minutes zero points, and then Tyus Jones had six points after twelve minutes. Yeah, but probably the thing that um, changed the game completely is probably Rudy Gobert obviously says he followed out and yep. getting only 15 rebounds and only 11 points. That's yep. a, that did not help the Jazz. What, one yeah, that was a real real detriment to that uh, success of that team last night, especially after them being one of the best teams, the best team in the league, being the first team also to reach 50 wins. Just... They lo- losing their best player obviously hurt them a lot too, but yeah, that that lose losing that game last night is pretty big on that conf- their confidence I would believe because I mean I don't know when Mitchell's coming back, and so that's gonna be gonna be tough for them to come back after that. Yeah, I agree. The Phoenix Lakers. Oh, to the Lakers game. and Phoenix. I'm gonna say it right here. I think the Phoenix have the best chance of winning the championship. I'm going to agree with you. I like the Phoenix Suns a lot in this. Eh. Especially with this matchup. I mean, 
LeBron did not play great. Neither did Davis. They didn't have bad games. Chris Ball got taken out twice. Yeah, they kind of did get did have bad games. AD thirty eight minutes, thirteen points, seven rebounds, two assists. LeBron thirty six minutes, eighteen points, seven rebounds, and ten assists. Very bad games from them. I mean, they gotta step it up, especially if they're going to try and repeat. I like the Lakers were. People were saying, oh, they're going to beat the Nets, Nets in six, Nets in four, this and that. But they might not even make it out of the first round now. I mean, LeBron has not been playing great. Anthony Davis hasn't been playing great. Andre Drummond, I think people are starting to realize that he's not that great of a player. I mean, he is a walking double-double, but that does not impact the game whatsoever. He just, he doesn't bring much to a team besides padding stats of his own. And for Phoenix, like... Devin Booker, 34 points in 45 minutes, 7 rebounds, 8 assists. That's yeah. really good. But he, he, I mean, 4 fouls, that's going to happen to anyone. Mm-hmm. Like, people are going to foul, people are going to get a lot of fouls. But the one thing was Chris Paul, he left the game twice. 7 yeah. points in 36 minutes. That that hurt them a little bit. But, not, but they still won the game. But yeah. I feel like if he didn't leave the second time, or if he didn't even leave at all... They could have won this game without a doubt. Like, no doubt. Yep. Won it. Maybe, probably, maybe could get 15 more points than they had. Possibly. Yeah, I mean, another big one was losing Cameron Payne. He's not great for them, but he's still 18 minutes. He he plays for them on average, and then also 8 points he averages for them. And just uh, losing... Losing him after 12 minutes of his playtime being ejected because of a huge fight is really unfortunate for them. And I think if he, obviously him coming back next game and joining the rest of the crew of Devin Booker, DeAndre, and Chris Paul, that's just, especially like how they played last night, I still think they played fantastic as Devin Booker, Aiton, and Paul still played pretty well together. And I think they're are the trio that could take the Suns to a finals. Honestly, yeah, like, Devin Booker, I mean, no, I think I said this to you before, but mm-hmm. Devin Booker could be, on like, for the next generation of players, I feel that Devin Booker is going to be the best player. He's going to obviously get up there in records, um, but he's probably going to be the best player that the next generation is going to know, even though he's, I mean, he's, he's pretty young, too. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that only that'll be. I think it'll be an interesting series to watch because I don't know how the Lakers are going to come back after last night because they could completely come back and just shock everyone with absolutely destroying the Suns. But they could also just get blown out by the Suns if LeBron and AD don't step it up and start playing how they normally play when fully healthy, which obviously they haven't been healthy this year. LeBron has been injured a lot. So is AD, and it's just that's tough for them to uh, have to like have to come back from multiple injuries and be expected to play at the top of their performance. Yeah, and obviously these teams have played um, some less games. So that's like they only played 72 games, and if they played all 82, maybe... Um, maybe the seedings could have been better 
or just teams could have actually felt more prepared for the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah, that Suns Lakers game is in the Western Conference is the only Western Conference team for the top seed to win. Yeah. Which is kind of crazy. Last night, a lot of, or not last night, two nights ago, but a lot of upsets in the Western Conference. In the first game. I agree. I agree. Denver Portland. This is an interesting game or an interesting series because I definitely think it'll be a good one, but I think that the Blazers or Trailblazers might win this one because losing Jamal Murray is such a huge detriment to that Nuggets team. They've been playing good without him, but I don't know how much they can how far they can get in the playoffs without him. He is such a important piece to how that offense flows and they I would say they've played decent without him. It's just it's definitely been a struggle for them without him. I think they could have gotten to 50 wins if it had not been for Murray uh, getting tearing his ACL and going out. And the Trailblazers had a fantastic game last night. Lillard 34, McCollum 21 and uh Nurkic 16. <laughs> Yes. Tomorrow, Anthony also I am had 18. A, yep, I am a huge fan of Damian Lillard and just like just the way the way his style where he's like Mr. Clutch, everybody knows him for his shots. But like he's he's also should be known for just more than the shots. Like 40, 40 minutes and 34 points, 13 assists. Yeah, 13 assists. And also uh, Carmelo Anthony coming off the bench with 18 points in only 22 minutes, which is pretty good numbers. Their whole team did really good, and they didn't—they only had three people come off their bench, which is a little surprising. But I didn't see anything that could be changed. I have Portland destroying Denver this whole series. Yeah, that's that's fair. I think when it comes to playoff time, though, or like playoffs, it. Rosters are shortened for playing time because you you have to get your star players to play the most amount of time because that's the only way you can win. Unless you have a really deep, good bench, it's going to be hard if you're playing the bench a lot. That's true, that's true. And also, right. Damian Lillard is known oh. as the Mr. Uh, clutch for the playoffs. And yep. I honestly don't think he'll need to be clutch. He's just going to keep his pace with 34 points. If he gets 34 points next game, don't see anything... Wrong with him winning at all? Maybe for this round. Alright, alright. Right. You know. Mavericks, Clippers. Uh, Mavericks are winning this series. I, The Clippers... I find it funny because I feel like the Clippers are like... We're, we expect them to do great. In, we expect them to do great. They do okay in the regular season. And then they get curb stomped in the playoffs. And they played, obviously they played last year in the playoffs. But I feel the Clippers, I mean, a lot of people are saying Mavericks because obviously you got Luka, you got Porzingis, even uh, Tim Hardaway, yep. third. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel that the Clippers honestly might win this one. Because, I mean, I'm not a fan of the Clippers or anything, but I feel that this playoffs is going to be about the teams that no one expects to win or no one has seen like like the Knicks like I said the Knicks are going to win that round and 
I said Portland's going to win the round. Like no one expects like the lower seed teams, but obviously Dallas is the fifth seed, and Clippers are the fourth seed. But still, Dallas is. Everyone says Dallas is going to win, but I honestly feel that um, Kawhi and Paul George could just shut down the Dallas in the next game. Yeah, that's uh, that's fair. I think just that the Lakers struggle when it comes to playoff times, and obviously that could, might not be this year. Uh, Clippers, my bad. The Clippers struggle when it comes to playoff time, and Leonard and George both did not have the greatest games last night. They didn't have horrible games. They still averaged 20-plus points, but their scoring from the field was not great. Uh, the rest of their team underperformed. They were, there was, those were the only two that had 20-plus points that got into the 20s. Everyone else had around 10, 11, 11, 8, 4, and 2, pretty much. Not a lot from the bench, and honestly disappointing from the rest of the starters. You know, you have Marcus Morris, who's playing 32 minutes and gets you 4 points. Two, assi- or two rebounds, 1 assist. That is just not a good stat line for one of your starters to have. Yeah. I mean, it's it's going to definitely be hard for them to come back in this game or in this series from in my opinion. Obviously, it's only one game. So, you know. But I think that the I think the what's the name? <laughs> the Mavericks go up 2-2-0 in this series and then uh I think the Clippers will take one game, and then it's going to be a 4-1, in my opinion, against the Mavericks beating the Clippers. Yeah, the, all the teams that won the first game have they're more um, like they're more relieved because they don't gotta like worry about fighting to get the series tied again, and then having to try to go 2-1 and like keep winning and winning, and then all but like with the one they want to keep winning. But at the same time, they're not as worried as someone would be if they didn't win the first game. I completely agree. All right. That, Who do you think is going to win the first for all the first rounds? Who's going to win it all? Or who's, all right. Um, who's going? Who's advancing? Speed run. Philadelphia beats Wizards four-one. Uh, Brooklyn Nets beat Celtics four-one uh, as well. Milwaukee w- beats Heat. I think in this one, uh, 4-3 comes down to a game seven. Knicks, I have beating the Hawks in game six, 4-2. And then I have, I honestly think if if Donovan Mitchell does not come back, the Grizzlies win 4-2. If Donovan Mitchell comes back, the Jazz win 4-2. Phoenix Suns beat the Lakers 4-0. Uh, Denver Nuggets lose. No, I have Trailblazers beat the Denver Nuggets 4-3, so it's going to come down to a game seven. And I have the Dallas Mavericks beating the Clippers 4-2. Okay. So I have Memphis beating Utah in five games, 4-1. And I have the Clippers beating Dallas in game seven. And I have Portland winning 4-0. And I have Phoenix winning 4-1. I have... Philadelphia beating Washington in Game 6. I have the Knicks also coming down to a Game 7, um, but the Knicks winning it. I have Miami winning it in 5, 
and I have Brooklyn winning it in six. Alright. What about conference semis? Who do you have advancing to the finals? Uh, conference finals. Conference finals, I got Brooklyn Nets beating Sixers in, in, in seven. I got Bucks beating Knicks in seven. Or in six, I mean, 4 2. Uh, then I got the Suns beating the Grizzlies and the Trailblazers. Mavericks beating the Trailblazers. And then for finals, um, uh, conference final. Oh, wait, um, I, I, you gotta stop right there. <laughs> you messed it up. How did I mess it up? B- Brooklyn. Yeah. Would play either Milwaukee oh, or Miami. Oh yeah, that's, yeah, that's my bad. And oh gosh, I messed that up. Well, all right. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I completely just goofed that up. Um. Yeah, so the it would be Brooklyn versus Milwaukee. So I have Brooklyn beating Milwaukee there, and then it would be Philadelphia playing the Knicks. Right. Uh, I got Philadelphia beating the Knicks, and then I got Brooklyn beating the Bucks, and then down here I got Phoenix beating the yeah Phoenix beating the Trailblazers, and then the Grizzlies or no the Mavericks beating the Grizzlies. I I have uh, the Clippers beating the Grizzlies, and I have Phoenix uh, beating. The Trailblazers, but I think that's going to be like a game six, game seven. Then I have Philadelphia beating, or moving on, against the Knicks, and I have Philadelphia winning that. Then I have Miami beating Brooklyn, because I don't think Brooklyn's going to go to the finals at all. I don't agree. <laughs> all right, yeah, that's for fair. Final, for conference finals, I have uh, Phoenix Suns going up against uh, the Sixers. And the Suns winning it all. I have the Suns going up against the Brooklyn Nets, and that's and I and then I have the Phoenix Suns winning it at all. Suns are gonna beat Steve Nash, huh? Yeah, yeah, that'd be hilarious. The Suns beat Steve Nash to take away his only championship he might get. But you know, it'd be funny too. Steve Nash taking away the Suns' only championship. That would be. Our first championship. Alright, I think that is all. Do you want to do the outro here? Thanks for listening to our predictions and us talking about the um, first round, first games of the NBA playoffs. And next episode, most likely, we'll be talking about the rest of the games. Peace! Peace.